Blog Talk Radio. So, good afternoon, friends. This is the K Factor on Blog Talk Radio. For K equals kindness, and the factors are all the things that lead to it. And this is, yeah, this is the Daily Show with your host, Dr. Deb Carlin, and my co-host, who is not here. <laughs> he is he is elsewhere. And that means for the Daily Show today, you're going to hear some of my ideas. And when he comes back, he'll fill you in on some of his. I'll fade out the music a little bit. Yeah. Let it down there. It's fun to try different things on this platform. We don't pretend that we've got engineers and we got it all going on with that. What we do know, however, is that we love doing the show. I love doing the show. Ron loves it. And, you know, life is busy. So when one of us can't be here, and it's usually well, it's always him who can't be here, you just refocus. And you come up with what else is there that people really need to be thinking about on the Daily Show on the platform here? Well, the Daily Show is about wondering. All year we've been wondering, how is this whole ordeal of 2020 going to play out for all of us? And the only thing that we know for certain is that it is going to play out. So... About 90 days before the elections, Ron and I had been talking about what did we think was going to happen with the country and what we were feeling, what we were thinking about what's going to happen to America. We've got these polar opposites, and how will this be? And that was actually even right before, I think. I think we started talking before the war broke out on the streets and and there was this huge virus and everything. You know, we started talking about it. Well, we started talking about doing the show about 90 days before the elections. But we really started talking about our concerns about the country and about people's health and well-being an awfully long time ago, more than a year ago, a year and a half ago. You know, Things have really been brewing for that long, and 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 it's up to us. Oh, this is such an incredible thought to think. It is really up to us, no matter how busy our lives are, it's up to us to pay attention to what's taking place in the world that we're all living in, because when we don't, when we let it go, we pay a huge price. We pay an enormous price because we're not paying attention to what it is that's happening out here. And when we're not paying attention to what's happening out here, all of a sudden you wake up and you're surprised. And I remember thinking to myself, where did all these people come from that I had never even heard of before? And now all of a sudden they're in power. They're in positions of incredible power. What do we do about that? How do we deal with it? I don't even know how to process the information about what all this means. So then each one of us, you know, in January, we're a little bit confused and like, what's going on? And uh, I'm seeing, you know, tapes of people living in China in these apartment buildings and they're screaming out their windows, 
I haven't seen you in, you know, two weeks or a month or whatever it is. And how are you? And they're, and I'm, I'm safe. Are you safe? And I'm thinking, what in the world is going on there? Well, that was the lockdown in China. <clears throat> Little did we know that there would be a lockdown here for us. And we've we've lived through it. We've not exactly thrived through it. And we've lost a lot of people in the midst of it. And when I say we've lost a lot of people, <clears throat> it's just it's not just the two hundred thousand people in America who have passed away. Which pales in comparison, by the way, to how many Jews we lost during World War Two, exterminated in Germany, six million plus that's an incredible number. We have lost a lot of people in our culture through this pandemic. I don't I refuse to really say that it's a pandemic, but it's it's referred to that way. This virus, this gift from China, this Wuhan virus. But we have also lost people to despair. We've lost people to anxiety. We've lost people to depression and hopelessness. We've lost a lot of people to suicide. And people who don't do well with it on the first time, they turn around and try it again. The amount of hopelessness and uncertainty that we are all facing, that we've been facing, is enormous. So that's the horror of it. But I want to tell you the other side of it. Because we are all sitting here, because we are watching and we are listening, this bodes well for each one of us. And I'm going to tell you why. Because we are survivors. The proof of, of it is that we are here and that we are cognizant. We are, we are witnessing our strength by being here and, and still being engaged by being here <clears throat> and being hopeful enough to tune in and to listen and to watch. What does that mean? It means that you have a component in your personality called hardiness. And hardiness was first written about because of people who were surviving World War II. Um, psychologists, in particular Susan Kobasa, was looking at human beings and saying, how do some people do that? Like, how in the world are they surviving this? And, you know, one of the things that's amazing is that there is a personality factor of survival, of that thrust forward, that resilience. It is an internal mechanism of belief and hope and inspiration and love, love of life and connection to to self and to others, that we are so motivated that we want to go on. We don't want to stop living. We don't want to stop breathing. Please, I will go through anything, but I want to breathe all over again tomorrow in the day after and the day after. I want to see another sunrise, and I want to see the, the moon rise, and I want to see the stars in the sky, and I want to see, and then you run through your list of people and the things you love. Whatever those things are, that is real hardiness of character. You can come back again and again. And it's also referred to as resiliency. And that hardiness and that resiliency is what the American people are made of, in my opinion. And that's not a slam on anybody else, but as a 
born American, raised American, love America. I want to encourage, I want to encourage our culture, our country first and let it trickle out to the rest of our neighbors around the world. And by the way, on this show, the biggest percentage of our population that listens to us is in America, but we are heard actively in five other countries and to a lesser degree all around the world. But we are heard, our show is listened to on all continents. God bless you. The messaging that we have here is true core, true blue, real, honest to goodness. Your life matters. Your freedoms matter. And your well-being matters. How is it that you are feeling today? And most importantly, my friends, how are you feeling about the future? I want I want you to do an exercise with me today, and it's really essential that you allow yourself to do this. This is about futuring. And I invite you on the daily show today, the big news is that you can shift your perspective in your mind right now, boom, like that, and shift and change what you're going to walk into tomorrow immediately. But what the secret is, is that you have to have a focus, a passion, a vision, an image of what you want, what you want to be, what you want your life to be, what you want your passions to carry you through, and stay laser focused on it. I know. I do this. And I'm working diligently to activate my dreams I want to live the life I want. I want to take all this inner strength that I've got, that I I wrote about, you know, in my book, Build the Strength Within. That whole book is about doing this. Walking through your own self and believing that inside of you, you've got an internal mechanism like a garden. And all you have to do is nurture it and let it sprout and let it grow. And that is your internal strength. It is within you. But you need to build upon it. And we have an opportunity to do that every single day. And that means taking control of our mind. And we take control of our mind by saying to ourselves what we are going to think. And that's why it is so important to pick up a pen, to take it to paper, and to write what your intentions are for the day every single day and make it happen it's important and when we do that we start to realize all these amazing wonderful things that we have capacity for I'm squinting my eyes because I'm trying to see the clock <laughs> here in the studio so do you have a vision about why your life matters what's it look like Yeah. Ooh, breathe it in. Hold it. Let it out. Do it again. Breathe it in. Hold it. 
Breathe it out. What does your life look like for you? Allow it. Allow the feeling of positivity, of optimism, of happiness, of health and abundance and well-being. This isn't malarkey. This is neuroscience. This is brain science. This is the art of psychology and the science of psychology. This is age-old wisdom. And when we do these things, doors open up for us that we could have never imagined, but we did imagine, and that's why they're opening. So that's for your life and your passion. What do you want in terms of the loves in your life? And I don't mean just romantic love, but every relationship in your life. What what circle of friends do you want? What circle of people do you want that you call family? How are you going to cultivate those relationships so that they're fabulous? And what do you want your health to look like? All of these are questions for you because I want you to know that your life matters. And in order for it to really be actualized, it's essential that you look to the future and you see exactly what you want it to be. And you will become that. It's the same thing with your health. It's the same thing with your freedoms. I want you to envision your freedoms as an American and walk into what that means. I am really, really invested in maintaining the freedoms that we have here in America. My gosh, there are joy to be able to dream and have the careers and the businesses that we want and and the property that we want and the money we want and the mates we want and the travel that we want. If you think it could be different, if you think it couldn't be different, go and talk to people who have lived in Cuba, in Poland, in Russia, and other countries that were captured. Go and talk to people before the Berlin Wall came down and ask them what life was like there. It's important. And then envision everything you want. Because all those people from all those lands that were living under oppression, they came here because they had a vision of the future, and they actualized it. So anything you want, because your life matters, because your well-being matters, because your freedoms matter, I invite you. I invite you to continue to envision, to think, and to feel, and to listen, and allow allow a little upbeat tune as we sign off. This is your host, Solo, Dr. Deb Carlin today. I look forward to having Ron back whenever it is he gets to pop in. So until then, I bid you a Fine to do and a peace out, friends.